The Subscription Box Show, episode 198. There's a lot to learn when it comes to e-commerce and subscription boxes. Whether you're a new or existing business, your list of questions can seem endless and daunting. Welcome to The Subscription Box Show, where you'll hear high-quality, unbiased views and strategies from top industry leaders. Whether we're talking one-on-one with business professionals or deep diving into thought-provoking case studies, we'll find the answers to your questions because this is the show you've been waiting for. Now, let's think inside the box with your host, Eric Music. Welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Eric Music, and I want to help you build, grow, and even start your very own subscription box business. Make sure to tune in two days a week as I interview the top entrepreneurs, leaders, and subscription box owners in the industry. You'll be able to take their knowledge, experience, and expertise and apply it to your business. Hey everyone, welcome here and thanks for listening. Today is our weekly solo show of the week where we deep dive into hot industry topics, current affairs if you will. However, for this show, I want to try something a little bit different. I want to try the first ever Q&A Focus Friday. Last week in our Facebook group, I asked the members to ask me some questions and luckily I had a few actually come through. So today I'll do my best to answer them and hope that they help you. If this is something that you guys like, then I would love to try some more on a maybe a future episode of Focus Friday. So let me know what you think by either email or simply in the subscription box, show Facebook group. Make sure you post your questions in there and mention this episode. So I can't wait to dive into your questions. But first, I want to thank today's sponsors, Referral Candy. Guys, people trust their friends and family more than they trust an ad. Now, I realize this is an ad. This is what I'm doing right now. But hear me out. Chances are you've bought something recently on the recommendation of a friend. Or maybe even binge watched a show on Netflix because someone told you about it. Squid Game, for example, that, of course, is the power of word of mouth. But how can you make use of this to get people talking about your brand, your subscription box? You need a referral program, and Referral Candy can help. There you go. Referral Candy makes it easy to start a customer referral program in a matter of minutes. Over 3,000 e-commerce brands use Referral Candy to turn their customers into influencers and salespeople for their brands. The best part about it is that they run it on autopilot, so your customers are automatically being rewarded for their referrals, saving you the time and effort so you can focus on what's important, growing your business. Referral Candy is giving the subscription box show listeners $50 off after a free 30-day trial. Nothing to lose, guys. So to get started, go to try.referralcandy.com forward slash TSBS. And I don't have to remind you that it is Q4, so you probably want to get as many things, many irons in the fire as possible. This is just another great way to try it out and get started. So let me know if that is of help to you. And of course, you can just click the link in the show notes if you don't remember the try.referralcandy.com forward slash TSBS. <laughs> okay, I'd also love to know what you think about this show, this podcast, and I'd like to know more about you and your subscription box. The best way to connect with me and our community is to join our private group on Facebook, the Subscription Box Show Facebook group. There you can post all of your questions, feedback, and comments, and either myself or one of the hundreds of other Subscription Box entrepreneurs will be there to help you. So join us today. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's Focus Friday, a TSBS First Q&A edition. 
All right. Welcome here, everyone. And thanks again for listening. I truly appreciate every single one of you. All right, as I teed it up in the intro, this is the first ever Q&A Focus Friday edition. I'm going to take on three questions for you today that were asked, of course, in the Subscription Box Show Facebook group. The first question comes from good friend of the show and Facebook group, longtime listener, Apavi Chris Patrick. It was a really good question, by the way, Chris. I've covered some of this in the past, but nonetheless, maybe not in as much detail as I should have. So apologies for that. So his question was, How do I increase the value of my subscription box without actually adding items or extra items in the box? So the question is, of course, how do I increase the value of my box without actually adding extra items in the box? All right. Well, Chris, like I said, great question. And there are multiple ways you can do this. Of course, you can have affiliate and referral programs for your members. You can partner and collaborate with other boxes. So an example of this could be someone else with a similar target audience, but maybe sells a different product. So for example, I know Chris sells a keto box. You might want to partner and collab with another healthy type of product. And without actually ordering or adding products, but maybe just having that company as a featured company or a bonus company with a special discount just for your members. And if they happen to have a subscription box, you could do the same in their box. So you're sort of sharing each other's audiences. Again, you have to be okay with abundance mindset here, not one of scarcity. There are more than enough people out there, guys, to pass along. Another good add-on for value, Chris, to a box just comes down to hard work and sweat equity. And what I mean by this is having some form of added value content in the box, perhaps through a 5 by 7 card or a QR code. Now, I know this isn't 100% free as you'll still have to pay the local printer or Vistaprint if you're putting cards in the box, but it's still a relatively cheap way to add tremendous value for your members. For example, at Louis and Leia, our subscription box, we create some sort of keepsake or memory making activity on a five by seven card that our members love. They put it on their fridge. They do activities with them. We've also done some stickers in the past, you know, Halloween themed things or whatnot. So they can take photos with their babies and all that fun stuff. Another great way to add value to your subscription box is to have themes and maybe just even in a seasonal sense. For example, we're in October. Your box could be themed around fall coffee or Halloween. November is coming up. You could theme your box around Black Friday or if you're in the States around Thanksgiving. So having a theme can keep people excited about what the next month's theme will be. And it adds almost an added value at the subconscious level. Curation. How much time do you put into curating the best possible products for your ideal customer? I say this sincerely, actually, because how often have you received a subscription box and were disappointed? The curation of the actual products that you will pay for and put in must be something that they might not have thought of getting themselves and that might not be easily accessible to them. Yet it surprises, delights, and absolutely blows their expectations. Great way to add value to your box is to not undermine the aesthetics of the actual subscription box, of the actual unboxing experience. Here, make sure that your boxes are well-designed for your ideal customers. Simple is okay here if that's what your customers demand. Simple might not be okay if your target audience demands a flashy and out-of-the-box design. But beyond the box, when they open up the box, what does it look like? Is there a nice handwritten note with the name on it, with their name on it? And is the presentation of the tissue paper or the crinkle paper and the nice designed stickers holding that all together very appealing? Does it look like it's professional, like there was something done rushed? Or does it look like something you would pay for? I once heard someone on the show say, okay, isn't good enough anymore. It has to be top notch and 100% something that you would want and not just shrug your shoulders about. And just one last thing on the unboxing is that are your products placed nicely in the box? Do the products actually go together? 
So often we receive products that we might have paired together, but once we actually try the look of them in the box, I'm talking about my own subscription box, we find that it's not really a match or that it might not fit for this month with these products. So we'll switch them for another product for a different month. Last one on this, Chris, is that there are also clever unboxing add-ons that are fairly inexpensive. So think of, again, QR codes that your customers scan and maybe get to listen to a voice describing the product in the box along with music that is themed for that month or for your brand. Of course, that is an example from Incredible Unboxing where we had someone on the show on that in the past. Again, you're not off the hook completely when it comes to paying for something like this, but you're not technically adding a product in the box, rather a unique experience. Another great example is a couple of weeks ago, I had Carl and Kevin from Podbox and Streamline Podcast, and I gave you guys a wonderful example or examples of how a podcast could add tremendous value for your members. So sometimes it's okay to think outside the box, folks, and really go for something unique and different, and then to ask your members what they thought of it in the end. Was it worth it? Maybe you had a free trial with a certain incredible unboxing or whatnot. So ask, you know, during that free trial, what do your members think? So thanks for writing that question in, Chris. It really is a good one. And I could spend a whole episode on that one alone, probably, which I almost did. But really, I haven't even touched the surface of customer retention ideas and other customer support ideas that could add value. So for the sake and spirit of your initial question, I hope that helped. Cheers, buddy. And thanks for listening with such loyalty. All right, the next question was from Megan Deal, Deal, Dial. Really apologize, Megan, if I'm mispronouncing your name. Please let me know how to actually pronounce it, maybe in the Facebook group. Megan asks, I would love to know more about seeking grants and or funding options so we can continue to market, grow, and also pay ourselves back and eventually pay ourselves weekly. All right, Megan, that's a great question. And I know Brittany Rhodes that I've had on the show before covers from Black Girl Math Check, of course, covers a lot of grants, I think in her episode, or maybe she just mentions that she utilizes them, but I know she talked about them. But this is one where it'll come down to you and depending on where you live, Googling and researching your options. Because I can tell you this, the grants I could receive living in Manitoba, Canada will be different from someone living in St. Louis, Missouri, or wherever you're living at. Point being, not to try to cheapen this answer for you, but this is one where you'll have to do your homework and ask around. Maybe talk to people from a chamber of commerce in your area, in your city or state, and see what is available when it comes to grants. Now, when it comes to funding, there's a lot of options. The three big ones being, of course, getting investors to invest in your business, either private, family, that sort of thing, or angel investor types. You have traditional banking options. And of course, in the last month, I've had many conversations and episodes revolving around ClearCo, ClearBank, and more specifically, their Clear Angel program. You can go back and listen to episode 194 for my experience so far with my funding that I've received through the Clear Angel program. And if you want more on all the ClearCo options, then I strongly suggest you go back and listen to episode number 169, where I have Daniel Roddick on the show and he covers everything you'll need to know regarding this third option. And it is quite frankly, a bit of a game changer without trying to sound too overdramatic. And the last part of your question, Megan, of course, was regarding paying yourself back. Now, of course, this is one of those where it just takes time. Subscription boxes aren't overnight successes, of course, and you probably have already guessed that one. And the majority of the guests have known that now if you've ever started or launched a box. And guess what? The majority of my guests that do this full-time as a subscription box and pay themselves and I would say pay themselves nicely, have been around for four or five plus years. So of course, the funding or grants and growing the company go hand in hand, right? As most likely you're at a point in your business similar to what 
I was at where I needed to get that extra influx of cash to use solely for the purpose of growing and marketing the subscription box when it comes to brand recognition, competitiveness, better profit margins, and of course, acquiring and retaining more members. So pay yourself, in other words, will come as your company grows, your profit margins get better, and that just comes with time. So be patient, stick with it, Megan, and with time, you'll be able to see the light, aka a place and time to do this business full-time and to pay yourself a salary, hopefully a nice hefty one. All right, Megan, I hope that helped. And of course, if you have any follow-up questions or comments, I'd be happy to help you with those and make sure to post those in the group, or you can email me privately if you want some more information on the Clear Angel program. All right, let's take a quick break, thank today's sponsors, and when we get back, I'll get back to our third and final question on this first ever Focus Friday Q&A edition right after the break. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Referral Candy. Ladies and gentlemen, referred customers deliver double the lifetime value compared to regular customers. Let me say that again. Referred customers deliver double the lifetime value compared to regular customers. Customers, referral marketing is one of the most cost-effective marketing strategies available to subscription businesses today. By encouraging your customers to refer their friends and get rewarded for it, you're not only acquiring new clients for your business, but also retaining your existing ones. Referral Candy is an app that lets subscription businesses set up their own referral programs and keep them running on autopilot, effectively turning your customers into your sales team. Take a box of stories, for example. A box of stories is a subscription box service in the United Kingdom. For the price of a paperback, around 15 pounds their price, or $15, customers can receive a box with four hand-picked novels, all rated highly by book lovers. The referral program launch alone was a success. They experienced an 8% lift in sales during their first month. Close to 5,000 customers joined the referral program in the first four months and referral candy delivered 3000% ROI. Book lovers love a box of stories and they told all of their friends, some of who even started reading again. But more importantly, or most importantly, the referral program helped diversify a book of stories reliance on paid customer acquisition channels to now utilizing this more cost-effective method of acquiring customers. Before launching their referral program, 90% of their customers were coming from paid acquisition channels, with 10% coming from organic channels like social media or content. Using Referral Candy, they were able to reduce the paid organic split to 40-60, increasing the proportion of organic acquisitions. How does Referral Candy work? Well, okay, let's get to that. Customers receive a unique referral link that they can share with their friends and family. You can also print it like we do and put it in the box. Once the friend clicks on the referral link, they're taking to the landing page where they can see the referral offer for, for example, a box of stories. Once the friend clicks on the referral link, they're taking to a landing page where they can see the referral offer. After that, they're redirected to your store so they can complete the purchase and the customer that made their recommendation will receive a reward. For example, again, a box of stories, it was 20% off their next month's box. It's that easy. Setting up your referral program is also very simple. You can get your referral program up and running in just a matter of minutes. All you need to do is choose your rewards, upload a couple of images such as a logo and a banner, and Referral Candy will take care of the rest. Referral Candy integrates with all major e-commerce platforms such as Shopify, WooCommerce, BigCommerce, Magento, and subscription services like Recharge. Referral Candy offers a 30-day free trial, but the subscription box show listeners can get an additional $50 off 
bonus by going to try.referralcandy.com forward slash TSBS. Once again, that's try.referralcandy.com forward slash TSBS. Start selling more and more often with Referral Candy. Of course, all the links will be in the show notes. Referral Candy, grow your sales through word of mouth marketing. All right, welcome back, everyone, and thanks again for listening. And please let me know what you thought of this first ever Focus Friday Q&A edition. Maybe it's something we do either on a once a month basis or even weekly. Either way, would love to know your thoughts, so thanks in advance for that. All right, so before the break, we tackled two of the three questions that were submitted in the Facebook group. Now let's round it off with number three, and this one comes from Yari Boras. And again, apologies if I'm mispronouncing your name, Yari. Please feel free to let me know how to pronounce that in the Facebook group. All right, Yari's question is the following. How much money should I initially spend on products? Do I buy for customers that have already subscribed or do I buy for potential customers? All right, Yari, this is a bit of a double-edged question that I will attempt to answer in two parts. And before I do that, let me just say that this is a bit of a loaded question, but I'll do my best to keep it short. For the first part of your question, which was how much money should you spend or initially spend on products? Well, That will all depend, of course, but an industry standard of how much to spend on products, especially in the beginning, if you're just starting out, and this will vary, but a good rule of thumb would be 50%. And the reason I say 50% is because with all the different wholesalers out there, you'll find even with small MOQs, you'll be able to buy your products at a 50% profit. Now, that doesn't mean your profit margin is 50%, and this doesn't encompass all of your expenses, whether that's the box and all the packaging, or whether you're not including your shipping, or you are including your shipping, and ultimately how much you can sell your box for. But again, as a rule of thumb, you'll be able to buy your products at 50% wholesale. Now, I know that doesn't answer your question fully, so now we'll get to the second part of your question, which was, of course, do you need to buy for your customers that you have already or have already purchased or subscribed, or do you need to buy for potential customers? Well, that depends on you. Do you want to have a lot of extra stock and inventory lying around? I mean, to a certain degree, that will happen anyway, but to avoid getting yourself out of business early or going broke, I'd suggest the former, which is, of course, customers that have already subscribed or purchased from you. And the reason I I said in the beginning that it was a loaded question is because what I'm describing is essentially the pre-launch in a nutshell, right? And many subscription box experts, including myself, have written and podcasted and blogged a ton regarding the pre-launch. But in a nutshell, your pre-launch done right will set you up and the answer will appear very clearly to you. As a simple example, if you run a two-month pre-launch or a one-month pre-launch and you gain 500 emails or whatever, and from those you're able to maybe get you know, 50 people to commit, well, now you know that for the launch date that you have described in the pre-launch to those potential subscribers, you need to buy 50 items of whatever you're selling. And it's okay to go a bit over if your wholesaler allows you. And by allow, I mean the MOQs might jump in 50s or the next level might be you know 150 or 250 items. So that won't help you out if you only got 50, but you get the idea. But as an extra, you know, maybe if you can get 65 or 75 and use that extra stock to try to outsell it even further, great. Now, if you want to know how to do a pre-launch, you can scour the internet and you can also scour my playlist of podcast episodes and find a few there on pre-launches. And actually, I think I did one fairly recently as well. But if you've already launched without a pre-launch, don't beat yourself up, Yari, as I did the same thing and lived to talk about it. Of course, it's important, no doubt, and I wish I would have done a proper one or even just one in general, but it didn't kill the business, although it did slow it down and hurt it. 
I'll chalk it up to lessons learned, but you don't have to do the same thing if you're getting started. Start with a pre-launch. All right, so I hope that helped, Yari. And again, if you also have any follow-up questions, feel free to search the Facebook group or past episodes as there are a ton of examples and content on a lot of what you're asking there. So those were the first three questions, folks, from the first ever TSBS Q&A edition. Do you have a question you'd like me to take on on this format and answer just for you? Remember, there is no such thing as a dumb question, although I would add there is such a thing as a lazy question, but I digress. If you have a question, it's very simple. Just post it in the Facebook group, either when I ask for this episode specifically, or just whenever you mention, uh, just tackle maybe something like Q&A Focus Friday as a hashtag or something where I'll recognize it. That's something you want me to take on in this format. Thanks again for listening to another Focus Friday episode on the Subscription Box Show. And of course, the first ever Q&A edition. Can't believe it actually took me almost 200 episodes to do this, but better late than ever. This is actually a lot of fun for me. So again, let me know what you think of this format in our Facebook group or by email. You can always reach me at eric at the and I'll make sure to respond to you as soon as possible. And here's a little insider tip on myself. I check my emails a lot more than I check my social media. So hint, (laughs) if you have a great idea for a Focus Friday or would like to hear from a specific amazing subscription box entrepreneur on this show, someone or a company that you're a big fan of, or I've always just wanted to hear from, then I want to hear that idea from you. Let me know and I'll do my best to get them on this podcast just for you. And you can also email me that idea or simply mention it in the Facebook group. And of course, the show would not be possible without the proud sponsors of this episode, Referral Candy. Remember, Word of mouth is king. Are you taking advantage of this and rewarding your members? Just for being a listener of the show, you can try it out for free for a month, plus get $50 off the following month by clicking our unique link in the show notes or by simply visiting try.referralcandy.com forward slash TSBS. And finally, make sure to tune in next Tuesday for episode 199. We are closing in on the big 200 for the grand finale of the four-part year-long series, part four with Chris Levy, a year in the life of a subscription box entrepreneur. I can't wait to share the final with you. And in the meantime, of course, go and catch up and listen to the first three parts if you haven't. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric Music. And remember, words can inspire Thoughts can provoke, but only action truly brings you closer to your dreams. That's all for this episode of the Subscription Box Show. But your next unboxing is only a few clicks away. Head over to the thesubscriptionboxshow.com to connect with your host on social media or book a call to give your input on today's episode and what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the Subscription Box Show. Remember, don't be afraid of change. Be afraid of standing still. 